Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday. You know what that means. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. And it's Hanukkah, everybody. Happy, happy Hanukkah. My name is Steve Miller, and guess what? We have another special guest for you. He's been here before. Please welcome back Mr. Lenny Goldberg. Happy Hanukkah, everybody out there. <laughs> Lenny, don't be so excited. Calm down, Lenny. You're way too excited for Hanukkah. I give you this great introduction, like, happy Hanukkah. Hello, Lenny. Are you there? I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm waiting for the next uh, next question. Uh, there is no questions. We just oh. talk like we're talking. We're two guys chatting at a bar, man. How okay. are you? How was your Shabbat? Good. My Shabbat was great. I just lit my second candle. So you know, we're in Israel here. You know, we're, it's already the second night of Hanukkah. You got to wait a little bit, but uh, that's right. So that's that right. was great. Very inspiring. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, Lenny. Happy Hanukkah. You know, Hanukkah is the only holiday. That yeah. took place in Israel. Took place in Israel. Think about it. Purim was in the exile. Sukkot is in the desert. That's why we love Hanukkah. It happened in Israel. Think about that. Wow. You know what? You sure? What about? Well, I guess you know. I guess you're right. What about when we were already established? Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Are you talking about the original? Like, well, that was at an event. You know, that was something that's you know written that you have to observe it. But let's see. You talk about Shavuos. That's we got the Torah that was in the desert, right? Purim, uh, Tisha B'av, uh, Tov, that wasn't that was an Israel kind of, but this was as a matter. You know what Hallel is? You see the Hallel prayer, you only say it on Hanukkah, the full Hallel. On Purim, you don't say a full Hallel because it was in the exile. Hanukkah, it's a Jewish holiday in the land of Israel. It's a Zionist holiday. That's right. That is correct. Lenny, educating us. Hey, if anyone, if our listeners don't know, if anybody's listening, because our producer hasn't put on our countries. So if anyone's, uh, I can't say welcome to the show because we have no listeners. But anyway, um, that is right, Lenny. Um, it is a Zionist holiday. Hey, let me ask you something. How do you celebrate Hanukkah in the Goldberg household? Lenny, everybody, if you're not sure, has eight kids. That's a lot of, that's a lot of guilt. You know, we light the candles, we play an accordion, we sing Hanukkah songs, we spin the dreidel, you know. You play, Lenny, you're playing the accordion? Oh, my God, that's my wife incredible. Does, my wife does. Oh, it's so it's very cozy, you know. And they don't know what Christmas is, you know. To me, it reminds me a little of Christmas because I'm from over there. But right. but uh, it's very nice, beautiful holiday, wintry, cozy, chilly outside, you know. It's got wow. all the elements. All the elements. That's great. Well, good. I'm glad. So happy Hanukkah, everybody. Um, it's the going to be the second night. Of course, I'm here in Galut, so I haven't. I have a few hours yet to light. Um, let's welcome our listeners, Lenny. Uh, we only have three countries that are listening to us, which probably means there's three people, <laughs> one person from each country. It's the United States of China, of course, Israel, and Brazil. Hello, Brazil. Hi, Lenny. How did Brazil uh, do in the soccer? Uh, 
in the soccer uh, thing. That was a big thing here in Israel, by the way. They were going crazy. You know, I'm, I never got into soccer. You know, Americans don't care about soccer. Here they call yeah. it football. For us, yeah. football is the NFL, right? For that us, football is the NFL. Here, football, soccer, the whole country was going wild. And it was France and Argentina. Who cares? Wow. Uh, Argentina won the World Cup. Right. And um, I couldn't care less. Lenny and <laughs> I couldn't care less. Uh, I don't care either because, first of all, you know, my son was watching it live yesterday morning. And, it, you know, meanwhile, it's in Qatar. And you see Macron, you know, the, the prime minister of France. He's sitting next to this Arab. And uh, Qatar, meanwhile, is one of the most anti-Israel com- uh, countries. It's crazy. So I really don't care. You know, when, you know when people cared? When Morocco was playing France, Morocco was very uh, into the Palestinians. They had Palestinian flags. They were anti-Semitic. So there was a lot of naches. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So anyway, uh, so it's Hanukkah, everybody, and we got a, a lot of great stories for you. Um, we should probably start off. I'm going to start off with a great Hanukkah story. Now, you probably know this. This was big news. Um, and just in time for Hanukkah, uh, did you hear about this, Lenny? Uh, uh, coins were found in the Judean desert, 2,200-year-old coins, and it's the first evidence of the Maccabean revolt. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. That's fantastic. Beautiful. It, it's unbelievable. So this is the latest coins uh, in the hoard, whatever, dates to 170 BCE, uh, 170 BCE, the year that uh, was uh, it was hidden um, and the year that the Maccabean Rebellion began. So basically, archaeologists found uh, 15 silver coins. They were found in a wooden container, you know, hidden in the cave. Uh, it was uh, discovered under an excavation, and it was discovered. Uh, it was in a wooden jar, and uh, when they removed it, it was uh, packed with some earth. You know, like someone shoved dirt in there to hide the coins. And uh, below the layer of dirt, there was a large piece of purple woolen cloth with fifteen silver coins, and also sheep's wool. <laughs> now. The, the the I think the uh, the 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 purple uh, linen cloth was actually the the Jew's uh, hanky, <laughs> you know, like he blew his nose, he put it in his jar. <laughs> but I find it fascinating. Fifteen silver coins—that's unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Well, you know, Hanukkah is one of those things. It's not like people doubt it happened. I mean, historians, everybody knows about it. They might not say there was a miracle. They might call it. Uh, there was, they might just call it for them. It's just a piece of history when the Greeks right. were fighting all these other people, including Judea. But sure, I mean, it's a known story. You know, the Jews uh, should know it too. That's, that's the thing. The Jews know about what they know about Hanukkah is about latkes, jelly donuts, and dreidels. That's the right. Story of Hanukkah and the Maccabees. Ignorant. Yeah, um, it's a great story, and everyone should look into it. Um, it's fascinating because it says here, uh, written on the coins. Uh, give me a second here. Written on the coins, it says the name uh, Shalmai was written in Aramaic, uh, was found on one of the coins. Do you know what that means? You speak Aramaic, Lenny? You're a Bible guy. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's the name of somebody. Yeah, I don't know. It's Shalmai. And it says um, 
And the person who found it, his name was Aiton uh, Klein, and it says it's very interesting to try to visualize the person who fled to the cave and hid his personal property, probably intending to return it. And most likely, they think the person was probably killed in battle and didn't return to collect his money. How how angry do you think that guy is knowing that he had 15 silver coins hidden in the cave thinking, oh, when I get back from this battle, man, I'm going to go out for a nice uh, a nice kosher meal to celebrate kicking Syrian butt and he gets killed. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, so now it says here uh, the they yeah, it says here, uh, you know. This Look, it wasn't just soldiers. You know, in the times of the, before the Maccabees revolted, Jews were running into caves. Families were there because they weren't letting them observe the mitzvot. You know, so uh, you had a situation right. where families and until finally when the Maccabees rose up and took offense instead of just playing defense, that was the beginning of the rebellion. That's right. So this guy, who knows what he was? Who knows? But anyway, he put his money you know, in a cave uh, buried in dirt, which back then was probably like an IRA or a 401k. And he lost it. <laughs> Just like I'm losing all my money. Let's put it this way. Don't don't take my advice, everyone. Before you do a comedy show, don't go on and look at your financials. I did that, Lenny. Oy vey. <laughs> my kids' college funds, it's lost about 20%. We do my better own... putting it in caves. <laughs> hi oh. There you go, Lenny. I think I'm going to take my 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 money and I'm going to shove it in a cave. <laughs> I think it'll do better in a cave. Uh, you know, just hope I don't get killed in battle like this guy. Uh, I feel bad for that guy, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so we found it 2,200 years later. It's pretty cool. And, you know, it's worth something. It's silver coins, right? It's not like a bunch of dollars that wouldn't be worth anything. Yeah, so how much do you think they're worth? 2200 I mean, you can't, you know, I don't, who knows? I have no idea. They're collectibles, you know, it's just. That's right. Uh, oh, we have some new listeners, Lenny. Let's take a, li uh, oh, Hungary is listening. Hello, Hungary. Welcome to the show. We have our special guest host, Lenny Goldberg, a Bible Talmudic Chacham, which means a Torah scholar, right? And actually, uh, if you want to tell everyone, um, Lenny, if you're not familiar with Lenny, I know Lenny because I listen to his podcast. Um, he has a great um, – uh, he teaches Bible. And right now he's doing the book of Samuel, which is awesome. I look forward to it every week. I, I love it. And uh, you did the book of Kings. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find your, uh, your podcast on Spotify? Uh, if you just put in – if you Google – Lenny Goldberg Bible classes, you should get to it on either uh, Anchor or Spotify. Lenny Goldberg's Anchor. Bible classes, and you'll get a nice, simple understanding of the text. People even might know some of the stories in the Bible, but this will put some meat on the bones. You'll see how deep it really is and the internal lessons for it and the, the, the strong nationalism that's in the Bible. Just like Hanukkah is a very nationalist holiday, the Bible is a very nationalist book. Uh, King David is a fighter, you know? They were all fighters, Joshua and Saul, the kings. Went out to fight. So it's not just that, but if you just read the simple understanding of it, you really uh, profit, you know, you get a great benefit because it's the best book out there. It's better That's than any right. movie. It's, it's better than any movie. Listen, we're going to be uh, back. Uh, happy Hanukkah, everybody. we got a lot more Hanukkah stories and crazy stories coming up on Lighten Up. So uh, stick around. Thank you, Lenny Goldberg, for joining me today. We're going to have a lot of fun. And um, we'll be back after these messages.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with my special guest host, Lenny Goldberg. Say hello, Lenny. Hello, everybody. (laughs) And happy Hanukkah. And if you're just listening, it's Hanukkah. Oh, Anyway, you know what's great about um, the Hanukkah season? On Facebook, when I'm scrolling up on my news feed, everybody's got the pictures of the menorah, and they're all saying Happy Hanukkah. You know, it's nice. I like it, even though it's, you know, social media. But it's nice to finally just scroll up social media, and all you see are pictures of people's menorahs and their lighting, right? Do you, do you like that, Lenny, or, or you don't care? I, I think what's much better than that is walking down the road and seeing men- real menorahs. Not on your not on your phone, and you walk down, and everybody's got a menorah in their house or in front of their house in their window. It's yeah. very nice. Uh, Lenny, so what, yeah, you live in Israel. Uh, for our listeners who don't know, um, and you've been there for a long time, right? Since the eighties, right? That's right. I I made Aliyah in nineteen eighty five. I've been here forever. Baruch Even though, but I never lose the the New York accent. No, I, you know, it's funny. You have such a thick Brooklyn accent. It's unbelievable. Queens, Queens. I don't know if Oh, Queens. Dip. I'm sorry, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what else I can't stand, though, about this time of the year? Uh, when people write, let me, if this bothers you, when people say, for all those who celebrate, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I hate that. For all those who celebrate. What's the? Why do people say that, Lenny? I don't know. I don't like any of those generic blessings. You know, even if somebody says, "That's Happy a blessing." Hanukkah, that's well, not a generic. Blessing. You know, it's there's nothing. It's like these automatic pilot blessings. There's not. It's not really personal anyway. For all those who celebrate, Happy Hanukkah. And if you don't celebrate it, then, <laughs> then whatever. I can't say it. <laughs> maybe maybe they're worrying about insulting somebody. You know that that person. Oh, they don't want to assume too much. I know. Well, listen, since we're on the Hanukkah theme, I got a great little story. Hey, you know who sings the Hanukkah song? I know you know that, right? Adam Sandler? That's right. I got an Adam Sandler story. Adam Sandler, uh, famous. Uh, one famous during this time of the year. They always play the Hanukkah song. Um, to receive the 2023 Mark Twain Comedy Prize. Hi-oh! Mazel tov to the Jew. Anything to say? No. Good for him. I'm I'm getting not, I'm shipping naches from this. <laughs> he deserves it. Uh, so so it says the Kennedy Center says the star will receive the prestigious award in March. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Other people that have received it: Billy Crystal, uh, Louise uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Uh, it's also gone to Richard Pryor, Carl Reiner. Um, anyway, uh, so they're giving it to Adam. And, you know, of course, he made the Hanukkah song internationally famous. And, of course, it says here the 56-year-old Jewish actor-comedian who this year starred in the well-received Netflix basketball drama, The Hustle. Did you see that? The yes, Hustle? I did. I like it, basketball movies, yeah. Yeah, it was great. He was awesome. He wasn't funny in it, but it was a serious film. It was great. But he's also made fun movies like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Grown Ups, Big Daddy, and the water boy. Here's my so whoop de doo, everybody. Hello, I'm getting the Mark Twain Award. Yip de doo. <laughs> That's my horrible Adam Sandler impression. <laughs> Wait, he's getting the Mark Twain Award because he because of the song he wrote because it was so literary. 
the literary uh, style of it. I mean, that's no, he's, you got to put that getting, song. No, he's getting award because of just his career, his comedy career. Oh, I yeah. see. All of his okay. movies. There's also a very funny movie that I really can't go into detail because it's a very dirty film. And this is a a, a religious show that we do for Hashem, but it's called uh, That's My Boy. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. Probably one of the funniest movies, but it's it's keep the children away. <laughs> you know, Sandler can be a little bit vulgar, of course. You know, oh, yes, yes, that. yes. Uh, I want to touch the hiney. <laughs> whoop de doo That's my terrible Adam and Sandler impression. <laughs> anyway, so he's getting the Mark Twain Comedy Award. Hi-oh! Mazel tov to the Jew. More, more great Hanukkah news. Uh, Jewish Hanukkah news for the uh, Jewish people. Adam Sandler. Baruch Hashem. Well, what was the last Adam Sandler movie you saw? Was it the uh, that basketball movie? Yeah, the basketball. But you know the first one I saw? The Wedding Singer. Oh, that's right. That's another classic. The that was a funny singer. one. I love that. The Wedding Singer. Yes. Um, so see, anyway. they made, he made money on a very low-budget movie. That's when they knew he could be a, a star. That yeah. was like a low-budget thing, and it, and it worked. Yeah. And a lot of good, a lot of comedians become good actors. He's a stand-up comedian at the beginning. It happens right. a lot. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, except for me, I'm not a good actor. <laughs> um, anyway, you know you're a comedian. You didn't know I'm a comedian. That no, you are. You are. Sorry, uh, Lenny. Lenny, taking a shot. Thanks no, a lot, no. Lenny. You're funny. You're funny. Come on, come on. I'm very sensitive. Here's the one thing about comedians. You know, they dish it out. They make fun of everybody. But God forbid, chas v'shalom, uh, you, you, you say something bad about a comedian, you'll send him into a dark rabbit hole filled with depression and anxiety. All comedians are thoroughly insane. They're insane. Don't ever get involved with a comedian. Like if you meet – um, here's a little dating advice uh, from Uncle Steven to the world. <laughs> if you ever meet uh, – if you're a, a woman or a man and you meet a man or a woman and they tell you they're a comedian – Stay away, run, because they're there. There's something seriously wrong with them. <laughs> so tell your daughters if they meet anybody and they say they, they want to be a comedian or they do stand up, tell them, get rid of them, even if they're Jewish. OK. I don't know. I, I think you'd be a good uh, a good match. <laughs> well, here, speaking of comedians, uh, I'm going to move on to the next story because this guy was a comedian and now he's the prime minister of a country. Zelensky, babe. Did you hear about Zelensky cracking jokes about Jewish guys from Odessa on the Letterman show? He was on Letterman. I didn't know that. You, you did or you didn't? I didn't know that. No. This story is insane. This excuse me. The country is in the middle of a war, and this guy has David Letterman fly out to the Ukraine. It says here, it says, in brief return to his past comedy career, Ukrainian president jokes about Russia's military performance during an appearance on the talk show's host's new series. So Letterman has a Netflix series, and here it says, talk show David Letterman and Ukrainian president Zelensky speak on a <laughs> – they spoke on a subway platform in Kiev for an episode of the Netflix series. The show is called My Next Guest. It's you know hosted by David Letterman. Um, and <laughs> they flew, Letterman flew out to Kiev, a war-torn city, and they're doing the show, and it says it's in front of a live audience, but they're in the middle, there's a picture of them talking with two chairs, but they're in a subway platform with a live audience in the middle of a war. <laughs> 
Is that not insane or what? Yeah, that's strange. He's had a couple of photo ops. He was on some glamour magazine with his wife. You know, he seems to get it all done. He's Hollywood. He's a Hollywood warrior, I guess. Well, this is what goes to show. I'm sorry, but this this, this is what just proves that the war is BS. I take no sympathy and I don't care because it's all fake news. Now, I'm not saying there's no war, but when you have the, the when you have the president uh, who's trying to whatever he, his country is being invaded by another country, he's doing he's doing David Letterman on a subway in Kiev in front of a live audience. It says here it was really funny. Um, I'll read you the joke. This is what he says. He says a joke. Now, he doesn't speak English, so he had an interpreter. Here's the joke. You want to hear the joke? Uh-huh. Here's the joke he told on Letterman. Uh, it says, uh, two Jewish guys from Odessa meet up. One asks the other, so what's the situation? What are people saying? And he goes, what are people saying? They're saying it's a war. What kind of war? Russia is fighting NATO. Are you serious? Yes, yes, Russia is fighting NATO. So how's it going? Well, 70,000 Russian soldiers are dead. The missile stockpile has almost been depleted. A lot of equipment is damaged and blown up. And the other guy says, and what about NATO? What about NATO? NATO hasn't even arrived yet. hi <laughs> That's his joke he told on Letterman. Wait, why did it have to be two Jewish guys doing that? It couldn't be two anybody's. I know. Oh, man. Isn't that great? Zelensky. Oh, man, He's Zelensky. telling Jewish jokes in the middle of a war in I, a I subway. Steve, I tell you why I don't like him. He comes to Israel and speaks to us demanding help for the war. You know, he wants – and Israel does send them stuff. And and then in the, in the UN, they vote against Israel. And the Ukrainians in any case were, killed so many Jews. And if you look yeah. at the history of Ukraine, I have no sympathy for them. You know, I so – uh, you know, if you just know any, any history of what, what happened, not just in the, in the Holocaust, way before, Ukraine is a full of Jewish blood. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I agree with you. Here, this is funny. It says here, Letterman traveled to Kiev for the interview with Zelensky, um, which uh, was conducted uh, back in October before a small live audience in an underground subway platform to provide for shelter from Russian airstrikes. <laughs> Can you imagine? Come on, everybody. Want to see the Dave Letterman show, but it's going to be in the subway and we might get blown up. So we're going to be, you know, <laughs> down. It's a live audience in a subway sheltered from being bombed. And this putz is telling Jew jokes on Letterman. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. This is how crazy the world is. You cannot make this up. Well, everything's a show. You know, the war becomes a show. Everything's Holly weird. You are. That's right. And that's why I don't believe it. It's I don't. But anyway, I you know, all these people with their Ukrainian flags and I stand with the Ukraine. Give me a break. This guy's doing Letterman tale and Jew jokes on a subway platform in front of a live audience. Hi, <laughs> Lenny. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, listen, I got a, I got a story. Okay. Now, listen, Steve, you have to scour the news to find weird stories. But with me in Israel, I just look at the headlines and I got a story. That's, okay. It says that soldiers serving on the fronts in Judea and Samaria, they received a document and it tells them about their ability to eliminate terrorists who throw stones at them. They have to, uh, as a general rule, no shooting at stone throwing terrorists. The soldiers should favor ambushing the terrorists to detain them or chase them using uncovered forces. 
in short, they're like social workers, you know, instead of soldiers. And um, then if you do have to shoot, if live fire is necessary, not you, you have to precise fire at the ankles. You have to shoot at the ankles. <laughs> I, that's what it says. This at is, the ankles? You have to be like a marksman. You have to be like a sniper. How do you shoot someone ankles, especially if they're moving and running? Oh, my God. That's hysterical. At the ankles and not at the terrorist head or the center of mass. Etc. So this this is crazy. I mean, this is this is a headline. This is this is what's going on here. You know, Lenny, I mean, this is how Lenny, we fight wars. Lenny, uh, Lenny, I thought they just voted in a right wing government. What's going shoot at the ankles? What? What? I don't, this is insane. You know, it doesn't matter like who gets in. There's it's still you have a swamp. Just like when Trump came in, he couldn't really change as much as he wanted to because you got a swamp. Same thing here. You got the swamp. You have people in place, and. These these crazy orders are going to stay this way for a while. And this just it's hard to clean this out. This is Jewish ethics, after all. This is what makes us Jews, right? That we uh, take mercy upon the terrorists. We, don't, we shoot them in the ankles. <laughs> I love that. Listen, don't aim for. Don't, we shoot for their ankles. Shoot their ankles. Oh my God, that is incredible. And then if you shoot at the ankles, uh, you know, the UN will go crazy. Oh, he can't walk anymore because the Jews are shooting at their ankles. <laughs> oh my God, that is uh, so funny. I'm, I mean, it's sad, but it's really funny. <laughs> it's sad, you know, because there's no deterrent. You know, the worst, the worst thing could happen to the terrorist that he, you know, he sprains his ankle. If he knows he might get a shot in the head, he'll think twice about throwing a rock. Listen, I'll take a bullet in the ankle. No problem. <laughs> you got to be an expert shooter to shoot someone in the ankle. Let me tell you something. I might go to the gun range and even with a target that's standing still. <laughs> I mean, you know, can you imagine someone running to shoot someone in the ankles? Oh, wow. Hey, what a joke. <laughs> a joke. Aim for the ankles. Oi. Um, well, uh, here's a quick story. So uh, last week, or I know I know that the last time you were on, you and I spoke of Kanye West. Remember that? Yes, yes. Okay, so now he's he's back a little bit, but here it says here, this is from the Jerusalem Post. It says Kanye West claims to be slightly autistic to excuse his hate speech. <laughs> he's blaming autism now on his anti-Semitism. <laughs> he's pleading insanity. He's pleading autism. Yeah. <laughs> for <Wow>. anti-Semitism. <laughs> a lot of isms. Uh, yeah, it says the rapper explained that he alleged autism makes him savant-like, the protagonist. Uh, basically, he says, I, I, I'm slightly autistic, so that's why I, don't mean, I can't help when I say that I love Hitler. <laughs> that's part of autism. Uh, I didn't realize that autism was <laughs> to be filled with hate and to love Hitler. Um, well, if that's, this, if that's true, then I forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if that's true, then you know what? hate us all you want it's fine it's no big deal but yeah uh it, it's just so funny uh it says uh what does he say here it says i'm not bipolar i'm not in some kind of episode but i like i may but i may be slightly autistic he goes like rain man <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i hate jews yeah only on mondays i hate i hate jews on monday yeah definitely definitely <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Oh, God. Now now he's he's using Rain Man and autism as an excuse to hate Jews. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Lenny, we're out of our second break. We got to take a we got to take a commercial break. <laughs> That'll be the best part. <laughs> so we'll I be like, back. I like your Rain Man imitation. 
yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll be right back after <laughs> these messages. Yeah, this is this is Kanye West. I have autism and I hate Jews and I love Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Only only on Tuesdays do I like Hitler. Only on Tuesdays. Yeah. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. We're in our third segment with my special guest host, Mr. Lenny Goldberg, the Bible King. Hi-oh! Lenny, how are you? Thank God. Doing great, Steve. Baruch Hashem. Hey, Lenny, we got a new listener I just saw. Costa Rica. Nice, nice. I tell you, it's probably beautiful weather in Costa Rica right now. It's freezing cold where I am. What's the weather like over where you are? It's For the winter, it's not bad at all. It's uh, yeah. pretty mild outside. What's the temperature? Gee, I don't know. Israel is centigrade, not Fahrenheit, so it's confusing to me to this day. <laughs> No, really, I tell you, the meters, and I never got in. I'm here so long. But to me, somebody who's tall, he's seven foot. A center, seven foot center in the NBA. So, but in, when you say he's one and a half meters or two, he sounds like a midget. So I can't, <laughs> I can't adapt meters to feet. I, I never could you know, because Lenny, I don't have the proportions right. I, Lenny, you, you are so funny. You don't even realize. First of all, that you are just like me. I, every, you've been there since the 80s. And, and I you still, still can't, can't, feel, can't figure out it. the metric system. That's right. Oh my god! And the same thing with the weather. So, well, do you have to wear a jacket? Oh, no, it says hardly. our per- it's pretty our- nice for the winter. Okay, here our producer just chimed in. It's twenty degrees Celsius today, and uh, that's about sixty-eight degrees. Wow, that's really nice. What a nice winter. Yeah, so far it, anyway. It's thirty-four degrees out where I am right now. It's freezing cold. I don't know what that is in Celsius. I'm I'm just like you, Lenny. I'm like you've been there since the '80s. You still can't figure out the I metric can't get system. I it. No, I love it. <laughs> that is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> you're like you're you're like Rain Man. Maybe you're like Kanye West. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't figure out Celsius. Yeah, maybe I don't want to figure it out. <laughs> uh, well, here since you're we're talking about your intelligence, I have a great article. It says here four signs. Uh, that you're a high-level thinker. Do you think you're a high-level thinker? It depends on what. Okay, here are the four signs. So I'm going to ask you, and we'll see if you're a high-level thinker or a low-level. It says, the first sign, you're building a unique set of experiences. (laughs) Uh, The majority of your life runs from your subconscious. I don't know. It goes on to some boring blah, blah, blah science crap. But uh, you're building a unique set of experiences. Uh are you building a unique set of experiences, Lenny? Uh, what, what does that mean? I, I don't even know. Okay, so right now you're, you're 0 for 4. <laughs> Here's the second one. Uh, where is it? Number two, you pay close attention to new ideas that the majority rejects. Now that you do. Well, I don't like to be a conspiratorial type of person. Yeah, if it's the truth, it's the truth. Often the mainstream is wrong. Like we're finding from this Twitter, you know, what Musk is doing is great. 
because, you know, people are thinking it's conspiratorial that they're blocking people and censoring people. Here we go. We got it all out there. So, yes, yeah, some uh, to be to go against the, 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 the stream. The current is is OK. Right. OK. One for one or no, you're oh for one. One for know. five. One for five, one for four. You're one for four. I don't even I see. I, I, obviously, I, I can't even figure out math. I'm terrible in math. I'm batting 250. <laughs> okay, here's number three. You have post-judices, not prejudices. You have post-judices, not prejudices. I can't even prepare. It says here's what the two words mean. Prejudice, having a strong opinion about something without having examined the facts. Oh, that's like uh, everyone on the left. <laughs> The liberals uh, post Judas. I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the word right. That's how stupid I am. Having a strong opinion after having examining the facts. It's interesting. I, I try to, you know, have a it says until you have a good eye. I like to look at people positively if, if I don't know them and judge them favorably as much as I can. But I don't always do it. But I try to hold myself up to it. Not to see somebody who I barely know and say, eh, who's this guy? Oh, I, see, I it's do, very important. I, I and Tova to have a good eye. Oh, favorable see, I, eye. I judge all the time. I look at uh, like I look at everybody. I'm like, eh, who is this guy? <laughs> Just like Lenny, Lenny from Queens. Who is this guy? You're like Italian. Hey, my name's Lenny Goldberg from Queens. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the fourth one. Uh, you're inquisitive. Are you inquisitive, Lenny? Um, it depends if I'm interested. You know, it depends on what. It says here, high-level thinkers ask a lot of questions. Their thirst for knowledge far supersedes their almost non-existent desire to show off their knowledge. Mm. Is that you? That, no, I wish I was like that. I like to show off my knowledge. Okay, so then we're going to come to the conclusion that you're a low-level thinker. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny's not too bright. Hey, God, Lenny, you're funny. All right, Lenny, you had a story that you wanted to share. Oh, Some yeah. Shocking, shocking story on during Hanukkah. Tell us what it is. Well, it was a couple of days ago, actually, before Hanukkah. And it says that this is happening in U southwest Uganda, that a hippopotamus attacked and swallowed the half the body of a two-year-old. What? Mirac yeah. And this has never happened before because hippopotamuses, they say here, are not known for doing stuff like that. But this place in Uganda has like 1,500 hippopotamuses walking around in Lake Edward. And the kid was spit out uh, by the hippopotamus. He was okay. He hurt his hand. So that's the story. And, um, you know, I won't get into the details, but it reminds me of the famous story of Yonah. You know, Yonah the prophet was swallowed by a whale and he was spit out. So you see, it happened here also. <laughs> Lenny, I love Lenny bringing in the Bible to his stories. Every anything we talk about, Lenny can connect it to the Torah. I love it. I love it, Lenny. Wait a second. So the kid survived? He survived. He's okay. He just hurt his hand. It actually half his body was inside, not his whole body. Somebody threw a rock at it. Who saw it? Uh, a citizen who was alert, and the hippo was scared and just released its victim from its mouth. So he's okay. This little kid from Uganda. Hey, do you know Uganda is a listener of ours? Hey, Uganda, be careful. Don't go in the water. <laughs> they are. They're, a big, they're big fans of lighting up. So the kid was probably too salty. <laughs> he spit him out. Boy, this kid stinks. He's too salty. I'm not eating him. He was a Jewish hippopotamus. I'm sure they blame the Jews for that, too. <laughs> well, at least he's okay. Yeah, that's only happy stories we tell here. Only happy stories it's on lighting up. Um, here's a, here's a good story.
Uh, you're going to love this. We're going to remain on the Hanukkah theme. The world's largest Lego menorah, which was assembled in Tel Aviv. Now, did you know this? No. What? Lenny, you live in – how far I are you know, from I know. I try to stay away from Tel Aviv. It reminds you too much of Manhattan. <laughs> Lenny, uh, you need to uh, – see, there you go being a low-level thinker, and you're judging people without knowing the facts. <laughs> oh, I've been to Tel Aviv. I know the facts. <laughs> Anyway, it says the first Lego stores in Israel opened earlier this year, and one is now home to the world's largest Lego menorah. Now, it says here menorahs are uh, lighted each day, whatever. We all know this. The menorah was built with 136,000 single bricks. Uh, I guess like Legos, they're calling them bricks. Is on display at the Lego store in Tel Aviv's Dizengoff Center shopping mall. Do you know where that is? Sure. That's, that's uh, like downtown – Times Square. Yeah, you should take your uh, children there. Uh, you should take all eight kids. You should actually go smash. You should take a hammer to the menorah and smash the Legos all over the floor. <laughs> I, I, I got one kid from each day of Hanukkah. Eight, right? Eight yeah, crazy oh days. I get That's eight right. kids. You do. Um, it was built by children. Uh, and I guess the uh, it says here the store's first official Lego store opened in Israel, welcoming its first customers back this summer in July. Um Oh, here it goes. It says here, uh, the incredible event resulted in a menorah, which you won't understand this, Lenny, 4.5 meters in height and 4.4 meters in width. So to you, that's small. (laughs) (laughs) Lenny doesn't. That's a big menorah. No question. That's a big, that's a big, all made out of Legos. Um, Wow. So, yeah. So, Isn't that uh, interesting, though, that Tel Aviv, they won't really celebrate too many holidays. They might not even fast on Yom Kippur. But when it comes to Hanukkah, everybody's very stringent. They love Hanukkah over here. You know, everybody yeah. finds something about Hanukkah they like. So that's really nice. Yeah. Well, you know, they're also doing this here in the United States. It says the largest menorah in uh, the world, which is not made out of Legos, was erected in Manhattan on Thursday this week. I heard about this. It's 36 feet tall. Lenny can understand that. And was created by Israeli sculptor Yaakov Agam. And uh, it's in the uh, it's in New York. It's in Manhattan, which I'm sure it'll get uh, it'll get uh, destroyed. It'll get vandalized. (laughs) Wow. But yeah. So look at that. We got a Lego menorah in Israel and a big regular menorah in Manhattan. (laughs) Wow. You know, that's okay that it's from Lego. You know, sometimes in Jewish law, everything you have to be careful how you make things. Is a Lego menorah kosher? But it is. It doesn't matter what the menorah is made of. As long as the oil is the proper kind of oil. That's right. Olive oil. You can make a menorah out of anything. So it's just the Maccabees actually used just these regular, they didn't have regular uh, uh, containers for for their oil. And they just used like their bullet cartridges, you know, whatever they had there. So that's really nice. But it's, it's kind of ironic though, because, you know, with holiday of, of Hanukkah really celebrates the victory over Hellenism. But it seems like the Hellenists really love this holiday. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the, uh, that's insane. Yeah, well, isn't that the way of the world today? <laughs> and you know, the uh, Mondial ended, the Mondial ended the same time that Hanukkah started, which is kind of the, symbolic. The who? Mon- the, Montel what, Williams? What did no, you say? No, what's that? The soccer tournament. What do they call it there? The, Mon- the, the, the World Cup? The World Cup. Yeah, they call it something else. It ended exactly when Hanukkah started. That's right. So isn't that that's very symbolic? And yes. it, and it was in the country that uh, hates the uh, Jews. 
Qatar. <laughs> you know, speaking of this article, so it starts off a very light article talking about giant Lego menorahs and giant menorahs in Manhattan. And then it takes a dark turn, which I found fascinating. It talks about them lighting menorahs in the Ukraine. And the rabbi says, Avraham Wolf, chief rabbi of Odessa. Meanwhile, does he know Letterman's there doing a doing a show in his subway? <laughs> How dark can it be in Ukraine with Letterman's interviewing, uh, you know, when you got your president telling Jew jokes on a subway platform? <laughs> it says here, the chief rabbi says, they won't break us despite the war, uh, despite the darkness. We're still going to have our menorahs, uh, which symbolizes the victory of light over darkness. And then it goes into this. It says, and then it goes into these like sad, horrible stats. In the United States, there are an estimated 7.6 million Jews. There have been more than 1,500 incidents of anti-Semitism reported in the United States in 2022, with the largest concentration along the East Coast, aka New York. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the uh, and then the article just ends. So it, it starts off talking about like fun things for children, a big giant Lego menorah, and ends with horrible anti-Semitism in the United States. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's true. It's true. You know, we need a I Judah Maccabee. We need a Judah Maccabee to get over there and take care of the anti-Semites. Or maybe the tough guy who was on your show a couple of weeks ago. We need oh, some yeah. tough Jews to show them, teach them a lesson. Yeah, we need you, Lenny Goldberg. I'm here, man. This, the, ultimate, the ultimate answer is is coming through. You can't fight over there. You're a minority. You're oh, okay. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. You got to fight as much as you can. But at the end of the day, it's not for us. That's right. Listen, uh, what time is it? How much time we have left? Oh, we can go as long as we want. But it's getting close uh, because you have to go celebrate Hanukkah. You got all your kids at your right. house right I, now. I, I do got to go. I got a couple over here. Some grandchildren. Uh, uh, all right, so you got to go play the accordion. All right. That's I'll be right. honest with you. I think that's a little nerdy, but that's just me. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful instrument. I don't play it. My wife plays it. It's very, very um, – it sounds like 20 instruments at once. It's a great instrument. Oh, okay. gives a lot of atmosphere, you know? Oh, all right. Oh, wait a second, Lenny. Before we go then – I would like to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give myself some props. So I brought Lenny on the show a couple weeks ago, and he was a huge success. And uh, our producer just loves him. And now Lenny, we have some amazing Hanukkah news uh, in the talks, in the works. You're negotiating, but I think it's a go. You're gonna have your own show on Israel News Talk Radio. Is that true? Yeah, it's true, and hopefully uh, we'll kind of do a show. It'll be a serious kind of show. It'll be a little bit funny, but mostly we'll have some news, current events. We'll shed some Jewish light on the news, put in a perspective maybe you're not used to hearing from the regular talking heads. And uh, I hope it'll be nice. Well, hope it everybody can't be gives funny. it a shot. It can't be funny. You can't compete with Lighten Up. We're the only comedy show on Israel News Talk Radio, and I'm keeping it that way. <laughs> no, nobody can compete with you, brother. Well, Maz, Mazal Tov, look at this. I have launched your career. I, 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 I This is incredible. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to forget you when I reach stardom. Don't worry. No, you're going to forget me, all right. All right, listen. We're gonna we're gonna finish up now. Usually we like to finish up with a funny uh, with a funny like Florida man story, but this one's a little weird. Now last week we uh, we 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 spoke about Germany. There was a couple stories in Germany. I found another. In, something is in the water in Germany. These people are wacky. So over in Berlin, Berlin, it says the police of Western Germany are appealing for help in cracking a very cold case. Authorities say that sixty containers of bull seed. 
Do you know what I mean by bull seed? <laughs> bull seed that produces a baby bull <laughs> were stolen from a farm in the town of Orphan. Police said in a statement Wednesday that that while it's unclear how the how it happened, the precious cargo needs to be super cooled with liquid nitrogen. They are seeking tips from the public that might lead to the recovery of the seed. Who's going around in Germany stealing bull seed? <laughs> Hello? Um, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> What do you Sounds think like, of that? The, the Germans are uh, going I, in with sneaking in. They're going to steal this bull, uh, bull seed. They're gonna, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like bull something else. <laughs> oh, Lenny. Oh, so uh, that's it. Yeah, I can't. You can't say the real words. So I have to use bull seed. Use your imagination, lighten up our listeners. Yeah, so they're going around stealing this in, uh, in Germany. The, the Germans are wacky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lenny. We have about a minute left in the show. First, I want to say happy Hanukkah to you and your family. I want to say happy Hanukkah to our producer. And I want to say happy Hanukkah to all of our listeners all over the world. Hey, and for those who celebrate. <laughs> Lenny, would you like to you know, say anything to the people before you uh, get launched off on your own career? Thanks again for, for, for being a guest host. I really appreciate it. What do you have to say? No, I just say, um, you know, I... Hanukkah is one of those holidays that people know very little about it. Uh, even Jewish uh, religious people have a very superficial understanding of it. You know, to them, it's eating a donut and lighting a menorah. But actually, it's a very serious story. It's a tremendous history. It was a 20-year war where the, the five brothers of Matitia went out and sacrificed themselves, not just for the religion, but for the, for the land of Israel. That's right, Lenny. Lenny, I hate to cut you off, but our music's I'm going. coming on, buddy. Lenny, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Shavua Tov. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. I love you. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. 
I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 